Okay. So, everybody, welcome to the first ARUcast. Yes. This is the podcast we're going to be doing uh, twice a month. And uh, I completely forgot what I was going to talk about. Probably something about the podcast. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, twice a month we're going to talk about uh, basic metal stuff. We're going to talk about some band stuff. We're going to have some guests, hopefully. Yes. But uh, for this particular episode, and for the next two as well, we're going to be just introducing ourselves, basically. So if you don't know us properly after these episodes, you will know us maybe even too well. <laughs> On a personal level. Yeah. Uh, the first thing we are going to do today is we, are, we have the man of the hour. This man right here. That's me. Alexander Gloy. And I have written a little introduction for him. Oh, boy. And he knows nothing about this, and I can't oh wait boy. to <laughs> see his Quite reaction. excited to hear what you have to say. Now it's time to talk about the man of the hour. Whew. You know him as one half of Thal Thursdays. Even when it's cold and breezy, he still wears Yeezys. <laughs> the man of the era, formerly known as Gloe Margera. He's at the top of his class, and not because he's full of gas. The man with the coldest knees in Iceland. The last light of the endless dark, the warden of the burning city, the reaper of the fields of Aru, the maestro of methane, he's Alexander That was a hefty introduction. Did you enjoy it at least? I enjoyed it very well. I'm happy to say I don't wear ripped knees jeans anymore. The one time he actually brings whole pants. Yeah. You, you, one time? You, you used uh, to do it. You used to wear them all the time, yeah, even but, when it was like fuck ass cold. Yeah, but now I simply just don't. <laughs> yeah, I maybe maybe your knees were starting to ache or something, right? Yeah, they were they were always chilly, so they were like, yeah, you should wear normal jeans for once. <laughs> okay, my, so my jeans were ripped for the past half year until I bought new pants last week. <laughs> In Spanish, it's called pantalones. Yes, but yeah, to start this off, I was just thinking about maybe. The first time I remember seeing you was back in like Gakko, as we call it, which I, which is like whatever it is in um, kind of high school. Yeah. Right? It, between 12 and 16 is yeah, the yeah, usual yeah. age range for that part of the school. And that's why I, the reason why I put Chloe Margera in there or Margera <laughs> is because I remember so well you were always like wearing some hymn stuff and you love Bam and everything. And that's actually one of the things that maybe we had in common back in those days is we both like Bam. And therefore, we both liked him. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember uh, when I saw you in that your pretty face is going to hell, Jack. And I was like, huh, yeah. he knows his stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we ended up talking and forming this band in the end. Yeah. But I want to go even earlier than that. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, what made you start with music? Uh, so I started my first band uh, when I was about 14 years old after... After pretty much just doodling on guitar, I took guitar lessons, but I didn't really attend to them or like, I, I guess you could say I got homework, but I never did it. Okay. Something about that. Yeah. So, uh, you weren't I, interested in the homework thing. Right? No, no, no. I wasn't all about learning scales or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, I started my first band at the age of 14. We were called Anakista. 
<laughs> Terrible fucking band so name. Not, not even with the R in it. It's not anarchist. No, no it was just anarchista. <laughs> anarchista. Okay. Yeah. So, Kista uh, means chest, by the way. That's actually something I didn't know about you. I'm glad I'm learning. Yeah, so it's uh, our first and pretty much only song was a Pepe Mortens cover. <laughs> For, for those who don't know, Bibi Martin is a, a, a kind of a legend in Iceland. Yeah, he's pretty much a folk singer at this point. Yeah. <laughs> he is an ongoing meme in this society of ours. And we actually have a working title that's called Bibi Mortens, which is basically just the, his first name and then Murder Benz. Yeah, that's probably going to be a song on the full length, by the way. Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we did that. Then I started, like, etching into metalcore since uh, I met Goethe, which is the bassist in Aru. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we started this band called A Day in December, complete ripoff of Day to Remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we played, like, early as Blood Runs Black, metalcore, deathcore-ish type stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so from on there, uh, Walma City Burns was formed. Pretty much everybody that was in uh, a day, day in December is it was in Walma City Burns. Yeah. And yeah, we went from there just playing the crazy old metalcore style. So what was your first guitar? My first guitar was, uh, I think it was called Ashton. <laughs> Ashton? Yeah. <laughs> like Kutcher? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, it, it didn't have an H. It was an Aston. An Aston, like an Aston Martin. Yeah, yeah. So like that. But it's significantly uh, cheaper. Yeah, yeah. I uh, at the time I think it cost like maybe fifty bucks. Okay. Wasn't that the the rip of Les Paul you had at your old home? Yeah. Were you just laying there? Yeah, the sunburst that had like one string on it. <laughs> A beautiful specimen. So you don't Ooh. have it anymore, though. No, no, no. I, I threw it away. I guess. Didn't keep it as a memento or anything. Nah. Too many bad memories. I remember, uh, I remember <laughs> giving uh, another guitar to a like a little kid in the family. I don't remember who it is, mm. but like, a, like a, a nephew or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I got rid of that guitar. Uh, sold the Squire, which was probably the worst idea ever, since <laughs> I probably would have modded it to a baritone today. Yeah. And we we can't forget one of your uh, most favorite guitars that you've owned, your Alexi Leho signature one. Whoo! <laughs> Sold that rather quickly after I found out I was not going to be using Flying Vs anymore. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was the first guitar I used uh, playing metal. But like, what, what's your, what is your favorite guitar that you've ever owned? Uh, probably my Ibanez Iron Label. Yeah. Yeah, the green one. It's pretty good. It looks good. I do be loving good. the sound of it. Yeah. And actually really good stock pickups in it. Yeah. I think I won't be changing the pickups in that one. Not anytime soon, at least. No, but I'm probably going to do it to the Harley, Harley Benton. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we went a little bit into Walmart City Burns, right? Yeah. And, uh, of course, we all know a lot about Walmart City Burns here. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. I'm, I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I actually recorded a little documentary when you went to record your album in Italy. Yeah. But for the people who don't know, for people who just know Aru or Thali Thursdays, like, what's Walmart City Burns about and, like, how to start and everything? Yeah, so Walmart City Burns is... Uh, like a metalcore hard project of Goethe, which is the, yeah, I already said it, he's the bassist in Aru. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we started out. Playing. He's the vocalist in the Walmart City Yeah, Burns he's, yeah. he's the vocalist yeah. in Walmart City Burns. So uh, that was his little hard project from the beginning because he wanted to do like, he, he started writing like 
early asking Alexandria metalcore type of stuff. Mm. And me and Jonkoiti, Jonkoiti, who was the first uh, guitarist in Wama City Burns, we started writing more like some Fit for a King stuff and getting it just a little bit heavier over that barrier where it's not that poppy metalcore, yeah. where it goes into the heavier side. So, yeah, we worked on that. We never released anything in particular until it was like, we have a song called Heartbreaker, which has Ryan Kirby from Fit for a King in it. Uh, yeah, he featured on that song. and You just we, hit him up and just like, hey, dude, want to yeah, be on great, this record? Yeah, great to just like literally send him a message on Messenger. And oh, nice. Yeah, he's very forthcoming. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, so they so, so they went out with that, and we released that song in like 2015, 16. Yeah, I think it was 2016. It was yeah. shortly before I joined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in that time period, Yon, the guitarist, the first guitarist in Walmart City Burns, he quit. And Axel as well. He was the first guitarist for Aru, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they both quit just out of the blue. So we got Christopher on bass, which, who's not the bassist in Wild City Burns anymore. Maybe put pictures of everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we might actually have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll do that. Yeah, we'll probably put in post some pictures <laughs> of the people we're talking about. Maybe ask permission from them first. Nah, we don't need to do yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we got Uli. Uh, we could also is... just put some band pictures. So we, you gotta yeah. always, and that, that should be okay. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Nobody's going to care about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah... Uh, yeah, so me and Ulle had like this same kind of love for gent music, and I invited him to join Aru. Oh yeah, by the way, we didn't introduce ourselves. What terrible people we are! I'm Aaron. Uh, <laughs> I'm the drummer of Aru and all the producer kind of thing. We already introduced that guy. I already introduced Alexander Glory. Well is, on the way. And this is that Ulle guy he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, and the other guy. Yeah, you can call him Ulle. You can call him Wolfie. You can whatever you want. I personally prefer <laughs> Wolbert. Wolbert. Yes. Yes. But yeah, continue, sorry. Yeah, so Ulvar <laughs> joined uh, Wilma City Burns. We talked uh, about him joining Aru, because I thought he was a fucking great guitarist from the get-go. Before we go off Wilma City Burns, just, just so people know, they're still active. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. still active. Uh, we're just in the writing process for album number two, yeah. which is going fairly slowly, but it, it is what it is. And you have re- released one full length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Prone to Self-Destruction, is it called? So yeah. And we two recommend singles. you check it out. And two singles as well. COVID-19, man. I also did some music videos for the guys. So you did you all the music videos for us. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> and that's actually how I kind of, uh, you know, I knew you from school, but I met the other guys through you, at least. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, I guess you told them I did some video stuff, and and that's how I we kind of. I, did we meet up a lot before I went with you to Italy? I, I just knew you, right? I didn't know the other guys really that well. I think no, we we were already close friends by that point. Yeah, but I mean, like the other guys in the band, like I hadn't really hung out with Cristo or, or Goethe or anything. No, like, not really. Well, well I mean, you ent- you attended some parties at Goethe's. Yeah, yeah, yeah of think. course. Yeah, but you usually showed up for the gigs at pictures yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah so i wanted to uh, pr- pr- practice so, that so you were close-knit but you weren't like that connected to the people you know yeah true you were a buddy not our friend but now <laughs> you are a friend yes. and our buddy but uh yeah so uh, then also you yeah we started aru back in what 2015 15 yeah 2015 yeah at a kfc yeah. actually pretty close <laughs> here uh then we had a completely almost completely different lineup uh, so this was a pretty much you approached me to start this. Yeah. And 
I remember I had just started listening to Periphery. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that kind of evoked that little <laughs> little idea in your little part of me that just like, yeah, I want to do something like this. Yeah. But well, that's not. We're we're gonna talk about me later. So what was your thought process behind starting Aru? My thought process was uh, by that time I was writing a lot more progressive stuff than what I was writing for Wildlands Seed Burns, and uh, and yeah, we were just thinking about how we are writing the stuff since we had a lot of seven fourth stuff in the old stuff and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. So I decided it might be better for another project. Yeah. Since it was so drastically different from what we were writing back then. Both metal, but yeah, as we know, metal has a lot of subgenres. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to like start a band that would completely focus on that kind of music. Yeah, it, it was what inspired you at the time. Yeah, more than maybe what you've been doing before. Yeah, that that was at the time I was listening to a lot of like Walking with Strangers and Early North Lane and all that stuff. Yeah. So and then you also joined Endless Dark as well. Yeah, that was actually for a short period. I was like two years in that band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how did um, that come about? So me and Atli, the the guitarist in Endless Dark, we were school buddies in Borgrollskolje. And he knew I played guitar. He had seen some of my stuff that I was posting on the internet. Uh, it all turned out because uh, Gumme and Runar quit Endless Dark just abruptly. And they were like, yeah, we need a new drummer and a guitarist. So Atle approached me, was like, hey, you want to be the new guitarist for the band? And everybody was on board. So I joined, uh, recorded one album with them, and then we just kind of split up. Yeah. So there's so, not a lot to that story. Not a lot to say right it. there. No, no, not really. Yeah, I, I guess you kind of came in that like <laughs> when they were dying, pretty much a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So, they, <laughs> so they had an album ready. They had everything written and all that stuff. So I recorded some of the guitars for yeah. the album. Uh, other than that, I had no creative input. And then also Runar from that band actually ended up being our new vocalist. Yeah. So let's uh, go through. I guess, you know, the the original lineup for Aru mm-hmm. was us two. It was... Uh, Axel and Fleming. Axel and Fleming and then Snorri. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you know, like, where did you meet... You met Axel through Wamasir Burns, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where did you meet Fleming? So me and Fleming go way back. Uh, I remember the first year I met Goethe, uh He had his birthday party and Fleming was there. Okay. And I thought Fleming was just this weird, funny dude that <laughs> I just loved from the get-go. I so mean, he's I, still pretty weird and funny. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to take that away from him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we we ended up chatting the whole birthday party. And I was playing the guitar, and there was Joey. Uh, he was the vocalist for A Day, day in December. I always nearly say A Day to Remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a fucking brain fart. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we... Uh, Started that band, and from there, yeah, Day in December was born, basically. Fleming was a bass player, had like a four-string black LTD bass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we played in drop B. It was fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, but after after a while, well, uh, who went first? It was Fleming, right? Yeah, Fleming quit first yeah. just to pursue his other project. He had a... He had a weird punk band called Theyu, which means shut up. Yeah. 
and uh, then uh, then it was Flem. Axel. Yeah, that, that went. But before Axel left, I joined Arrow as the bass player. Yeah, yeah, that's true. For, for yeah. a couple of months. Yeah. yeah, but it was never really your thing. You were a guitarist. Yeah, all the way through. Also, I, I want to know, like, did you ever consider any other instruments, or did you just go full on guitar from the start? I just went full on guitar. I've been playing guitar since I was six years old. Uh, yeah. Just because. Uh, yeah. Uh, please turn off all your phones. Yes. We're in a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had a little phone call down here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, since playing guitar since I was six years old. Uh, I haven't thought about doing any other instruments. But like, was there anyone close to you that like inspired you? Like, oh, I want to learn guitars. Yeah, because so for me, man, like for me, it was like my dad played drums, so I played yeah. Drums. So the man who inspired me was just a teenager when I was like six years old. It was a work friend of mom's, mm. which uh, had this son who played guitar. He played this Led Zeppelin, ACDC shit. So uh, I was like, whoa, what is that? That's a guitar, bro. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so uh, my mom. No, he actually gave me his guitar. Oh, really? Just for practicing and. It was that the Aston, or? Uh, no, that yeah, that was the Aston. Yeah. Aston. Aston. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I ended up playing that for a while, just you know. Just picking things up. Yeah. yeah. Picked up "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by ear. <laughs> well, let's do some like traditional questions I have here. So, like, oh, just do you have like an all-time favorite band? All-time favorite band. Would probably be. It's a difficult question. Though. Yeah, it's a difficult question <laughs> because there there are a lot of great bands. Yeah. Um, in this scene and genre, I'm just gonna say Invent Animate. But like overall. Overall. Man, this could be this is gonna come as a shocker. Uh, Green okay. Day. <laughs> Green Day, really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. They're fucking great. Yeah, I mean they had some really great hits. Yeah. Is that why you're always waking up the guy at the end of? The month or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he never likes waking up after September. I actually heard that that song is about his dad dying, so I kind of feel bad that everybody's, like, memeing him at that point. Ah, everything <laughs> is a meme these days. <laughs> yeah. hey, some musicians appreciate memeing. So what what attracted you to Invent Animate, actually? What's, Invent Animate? It, what's it, what you love about them? Yeah, so it was pretty much just the guitar playing and how everything sounded, because, you know, Brian Hood makes... The first album. I actually studied his thing. Like I did the shit to gold course. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember showing that to you. Yeah. Uh, so, Brian Hood has always been a like a favorite producer of mine. He's done the first two Era records. Uh, so yeah, I eventually found out Invent Animate through Jesse Cash, who's an Era. Yeah. Because he did a uh, the OP guy in, yeah, in yeah, Era. Yeah. <laughs> like pretty writes much. everything. And yeah. He's, he's so singing <laughs> on top of playing that guitar. He's, I'm pretty he's sure fucking he ridiculous. He's so fucking talented. That yeah. Dude. So, uh, yeah, he was featured on a song called Nature Hold. And that fucking ambient ending gets me every time. Yeah. We, we definitely recommend for anyone who hasn't listened to Invent Anime, go and check them out. They're check awesome. their whole discography. Yeah. And I really liked uh, the fact that they got the vocalist from... What was the Swedish band again? No, what was the Swedish? It yeah, he, he Aviana, right? Yeah, yeah. It was Marcus and Marcus Aviana. and Aviana. Yeah, man, that that band disintegrated fast. Yeah, <laughs> after he after he left, they did like one album, and then it's just the vocalist. Left. Yeah, <laughs> and like I'm gonna keep going. Like you're just the vocalist, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think he has like a producer on his team working on new stuff. Yeah, but, but I, sure. I think it was a really good fit. Like he he works so well with Inman Anime. Yeah. He he per he matched 
Graveview so fucking well. Yeah. So it's uh, it's fair to say that your favorite genre is probably metal, right? Yeah. But what's your like absolute favorite subgenre of it? Subgenre of it, uh, I think it would probably be hardcore. Really? Yeah. I I love counterparts. So you're like the kind of angsty, like I'm pissed off kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or or you know Alpha Wolf, yeah, which is true. like new metal core. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I always. Like- I always find hard to label bands because like I actually don't really like labels that much for like for Aro as well. Like I was like, we, what would we call our music at the same time? I was like, I don't know. I just want to do stuff. If yeah, it sounds exactly. good. Great. Yeah. What were you going to say? Yeah, about Alpha Wolf, wouldn't they be just new hardcore? Yeah. I, I think that would be a good way to put yeah, that. Okay. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Uh, FY Alpha Wolf, you, you have a new genre. He just quoted it. Yeah. It's new hardcore. New hardcore. Yeah. All royalties to me. <laughs> so it's N and the stupid German U. Yeah, yeah. with the two dots on top. If I remember correctly, it's a stupid name for that two dots. It's called, like, it's like, is it an umlau or something? Yeah, I think it's umlau. Yeah, it's umlau. What a cool fucking word. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's N umlau hardcore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so Ozzy, what's your least favorite genre? What would you immediately turn off? If it was like on the radio or something. Trap, trap music. Yeah, really. What's uh, what's it with trap that annoys you? I don't know. Just Cardi B. She just gets yeah, on fucker. my fucking nerves. <laughs> you just feel trapped when it's on. <laughs> Wet ass pussy. <laughs> yeah, I can I can agree with that. But it's not my least favorite genre. I have genres that I hate more, but we'll, we'll get into that when I'm the well, subject. I mean, I, I love modern pop. Because you know Ariana Grande, Post Malone, all that stuff. Yeah, sounds fucking great. If it if it's not like overproduced and obvious that someone else wrote the song, I like it. Yeah. And the good thing about Post Malone is it's you can feel his soul in everything he does. Yeah, it's he, just he so actually writes all the stuff himself. Yeah, and he used to be a metal guy, so uh, he still is a metal guy. Yeah, you can actually just smell him through the songs too. <laughs> So he's a metal guy. You can he's smell a metal, metal head. Yeah. <laughs> no, but actually, uh, funny thing about Post Malone. Uh, yeah. You know the band Crown the Empire. Yeah. Yeah. He was gonna be the vocalist for that band, but they turned him down. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and then it got huge. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I think he also got huge because he did some other stuff, like yeah, different well, I mean, kind of music. That... He he did the kind of music that nobody was listening to at the time, and everybody just ate it up yeah i think what congratulations was the first real hit right yeah yeah i think so yeah and we were supposed to cover was it rockstar in a while yeah never finished that cover <laughs> yeah we got the intro and then the <laughs> lack of follow through yeah pretty much okay so what's your favorite album of all time then album of all time fuck that is a difficult question as well uh i'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just going to go on a limb and say Singularity by Northlane. Okay. It's such a solid fucking progressive metalcore album. Yeah, I mean, Quantum Flux is always going to be one of my top favorite tracks. Yeah. Okay, and the next question is kind of stupid, but is it a fucking? It is a fucking. Singularity definitely is a fucking. Yeah, it's a fucking. All right, so do you have a metal pet peeve? Something that annoys you about metal or metal heads or anything? Mm. Maybe just the black metal scene in general. <laughs> you don't like burning churches? Close-minded fucks. <laughs> you don't like burning churches? Oh, I like production quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I like songs that sound good. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's one of the things that I dislike about some extreme genres of metal is yeah. is the wall of sound thing. Oh, you like, should you should listen to a porno grind and something like that. I have, and yeah. I, I mean, don't like it. Guys, the the moral of the story here is don't fucking record your drums on a walkie-talkie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a hard no for me yeah. <laughs> as a drummer. I don't care if you use only samples. If your drums sound good and you can play it live, I don't care. Like, just don't make them sound shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I guess the next question is, like, a guilty pleasure artist. I mean, you already said, like, you love Ariana Grande and stuff. So, is there anything that's a real guilty pleasure for you? Like, something you wouldn't just scream from the mountaintops that you like? Uh, you can fix the microphone, by the way, if you want. Yeah. I would probably say Franz Lang. He's uh, is that the yodeling guy? Yeah, he's a German <laughs> yodeler. I actually uh, once upon a time I was always shuffling liked songs on Spotify, <laughs> and pretty much every fucking car ride I got a song by him, and I was like yodeling <laughs> through the whole fucking car ride because there were like four other songs by him that came. Oh yeah, uh, is that that the guy with the like the, that one false note? Yep, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. We might actually, I might throw on like. A little clip of it. Yeah, you have to send me the name because I'm not going to figure out how to write yeah, that. I'll, I'll send it to yeah. you. Name and timestamp. Yeah. No, no, not the timestamp. Let him listen through everything. Find it himself. Okay, so if you didn't play guitar, what instrument would you play? Voice. So you just do vocals? Yeah, I would probably just scream. Okay. Ah. I know that I know vocals are an instrument. Technically, you need to learn and everything. But, it, but it is an other than vocals, then other than vocals, uh, I don't know. If I would give it some time, I probably could beat the shit out of drums. Yeah, I think that would be most fun after guitar and vocals. Yeah, like. probably since uh, since writing so many drum uh, many drum patterns and stuff, I should be able to play it. Yeah. Or at least figure out, like, yeah, because I, that's actually the one thing I really like about you guys is that, yeah, sometimes you do go a little bit overboard with the drum programming, but most of it is a, you're able to play it. Yeah. And, and yeah. I don't have to change a lot because usually I also just like the way you guys program drums. Yeah. It's like, I don't know exactly with you, but usually when I write drums, I kind of try to visualize the movement through yeah. the toms and the cymbals and everything. I actually yeah. do it too because yeah. uh, in one song on the EP, I'm not going to name which one it is yeah uh i do this pattern where it's like snare high tom low tom high tom snare mm. that's super fucking easy because the it's pretty much just like yeah, yeah, yeah okay so let's go yeah okay yeah this is also a stupid question i think you came up with this one Oh, really? What is the atomic number of Tholium? Oh, yeah. I don't even remember that. I don't even fucking know. 0.33? How can it be lower than hydrogen? I don't know. He doesn't know about the periodic table of the elements. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't even know. The do element. I look like Walter White? Well, you are white, but... Yeah, but I'm not Walter. You're Chloe White. <laughs> so give us a quick run-through of your string gauges. I don't know. He takes care of that for me. <laughs> okay, wait, give wait, us no, a quick wait, one. wait, 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 wait. It's like f- 64 to 10 and a 80 on top? On eight string, yeah. 
that we uh, okay well, so it's 54 to 10 and then it's a 74 on top if it's a seven string yeah, yeah. usually that's your setup yeah but yeah, yeah currently your ibanez has 12 to 60 with an 80 on top so close All right. You're, if you have a, like a go-to tuning, something you love most, drop F. Yep. Drop F. Drop F. Right. You, you agree with them yep. on that. Like drop E is cool and all. Like we discussed with the with the next week's Folly Thursday, I really should write something new in E because yeah. it just sounds so nice and crisp. But I always fall back on F. Drop F just sounds very nice in whichever way you're writing. Also, we like dropping F bombs, so it's mm -hmm. cool. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a nice texture. If that's not going to be a zoom on me, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to make sure it's a zoom on me. Fuck. Thinking about that, I have to go through like the entire podcast and like edit some stuff. And, yeah, you're going like, to edit all the... Uh... <laughs> yeah. I might actually end up just trying to do everything like live here in OBS because I don't want to go afterwards and fuck everything up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do that again. I'm going to zoom on you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have a question here, which we already kind of asked. How when did you get into music? But like the... So I guess Green Day was before him, right? You you were into them before him, or yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. I listened to him first. Him first, yeah. Okay, it was through Jackass. I remember hearing "Join Me in Death" somewhere in there. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I I my it was introduced to through I think Vivaldi Bam. I, I I think I maybe I was a little bit late to the party compared to you. Yes, mm. yeah. But like when you were like really little, what did your parents play? Like what was their kind of music? I don't know. Dad tried to get me into like this. Guns N' Roses rock. Uh, yeah. Even though he doesn't listen to it himself, he just bought Appetite for Destruction. and uh, Like, this is something cool for my son to listen to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I remember hearing, Welcome to the jungle! And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I went over to Slipknot and shit like that. Yeah, because Chinese democracy was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that was the name of their last album, right? Yeah, which was, I think, like 15 years in production yeah and i haven't heard a single second of it no because like i, I just heard it's terrible and yeah, i don't I don't even it. like guns and roses at all so sorry if there are any guns and roses fans not my kind of stuff i'm not, I'm not sorry so yeah we have some questions here there are more for like producer kind of things but like i'm, I'm gonna ask you because you're also here when we do stuff so like favorite plugin uh maybe an app sim or something neural dsp nolly Nolly. You like Nolly most? Yeah. Okay, cool. And what's your best experience since you've been doing music? Like something that stands out as like your favorite part of your career? Uh, probably touring. Touring? Yeah, it's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, so I you were talking about Russia with Wombo City Burns, yeah, right? Yeah, it was fucking awesome. It was fucking hard, but it was fucking fun too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like waking up after an hour's sleep. Just, driving just, for fucking 14 hours for the next well, I'm 30 that sounds like a horror show <laughs> yeah but it's it's fun when you think about it yeah we, we had I, I, I can't wait to go touring so. we had a pretty solid schedule like we show up in town around 2 to 3 rest for an hour then sound check eat play the show get shit faced and then wake up at 8 go to McDonald's eat some shit when you're hungover or shit, when you can barely eat anything. Yeah. And back in the car, we're going to be driving for 12 hours. Oh, pretty much. We're going to pause the recording a little bit while you just fix that mic stand thing. My battle's been <laughs> leaking for a while now. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that, that that will be how we come back into it. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> that was a great intro. Yeah, we, sorry, we paused a little bit. We needed to fix his mic stand, and he had a phone call he needed to do. A very that, that's pretty much call. how he, uh, how it he goes sometimes. Busy man. You know. And we have totally glossed over the fact that you're going to be becoming a daddy soon. Ooh wee! Yeah, you got your girl pregnant. 
Yeah. On uh, purpose so, or? So my fiance <laughs> got pregnant after. So we tried having a kid for a while. And after some time, we were just like, yeah, let's just wait and do shit we want to do. Bam, pregnant. Yeah, so it was an accident, actually. Yeah, so we didn't plan it at all. But uh, yeah, we're super fucking excited to get into parenting and actually moving in. So that was just a, a, a task failed successfully. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> also, so like, okay, so your dad was like trying to introduce you to Guns N' Roses. So what are you going to try to introduce your kid to? Uh... Have you thought about that? Gent. Gent. You do realize whatever you introduce your kid to is going to be the lamest shit ever just because you're introducing Yeah, kids. okay. I'm just yeah, going to show true. him fucking ACDC or something. Yeah, just all, show show the kid already lame shit. Have like, you ever... Just play nothing but country for the kid. I just just like remember... ruin him for life or her, I guess. Oh, I just fucking remembered this meme with ACDC. <laughs> My people seriously take ACDC seriously while the guy is like, I'm the man who rocks. Man, that shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I, I think I heard somewhere that in a, during an interview, they said like, yeah, we just made the same album over and over again. People liked it. <laughs> yeah, they made like 12 records, which all sound the fucking same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, guys, the joke is ACDC wrote the longest song ever. Yeah. It's 13 albums long. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. Like, if it works, why change it? But at the same time, like, if you're really into music, you will change things up once in yeah. a while. Yeah. Like, that, that's one of the things. Like, I get why people are pissed off, like, that Bring the Horizon changed their sound or Architects changed their sound. But at the same time, like, they just want to do what they want to do. If you're not interested in doing the same thing over and over again, I completely get that. Yeah. And if you don't like it, there's plenty of other bands you can listen to. Yeah, exactly. I think I think like I'm just gonna drop my metal pet peeve here. Elitists. I don't like metal elitists. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, because like if you don't don't like it, just don't listen to it. Stop yeah. like complaining about yeah, that. Yeah, fucking whining on the internet like yeah. a bitch. I actually think that's a good transition <laughs> into our discussion. We we were talking about talking about Spirit Box. Yeah. And I think that's actually a good transition into that. Yeah. Because I've been seeing on all these Facebook sites like Jen's shitposting and stuff. Like, of course it's shitposting so people might just be trolling. Yeah. But yeah. I know there's a lot of people like, like oh, I, don't, I don't get what's so great about Spirit Box. And I was like, well, I, 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 in a way I understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. Because they're not like, they're not the heaviest band. They're not the most technical band. They're not the first band with a female vocalist, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, what I think people don't understand is just make really good songs it's just they are so so good at creating songs yeah you can listen throughout their whole discography and just realize that none of the songs sound the same yeah but still they all have atmosphere they all have a lot of feeling like that's one of the things that i love about courtney is just you can really tell she's putting all of her emotions into those vocals yeah well i mean the lyrics are just Speaking for themselves, really. Yeah, but they are a little cryptic, and I like that. Yeah, because I like I like poetry, and I like cryptic vocals uh, or lyrics. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there's a there's a fine line there because some people want to also know what is being sung about. Yeah, then go to Genius. They also have like deliberations of some lines, like it probably means this. Yeah, it's true. Or also, you can just like see what people think it's about. Then in an interview, you get asked about it, and you're like. Well, it's about this. But, like, also, one of the good things about having cryptic lyrics is people get to take their own meaning from it. Yeah. And also the guy that writes the lyrics can say, eh, it doesn't uh, mean anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
But yeah, like, what's your personal opinion about Spirit Box? Uh, personally, I have barely listened to them. You're, it's, it's not maybe your kind of thing, or yeah, I'm more for deathcore. And you're more stuff. brand of sacrifice, like you were showing oh, yeah. us earlier and stuff like I, that. I like me that heavy shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is but completely I, fine. So, but I have yeah. everything I've heard from them is fantastic. I, I remember, I think you introduced me to Spirit Box. Yeah. I think it was the Mara effect that you sent me first. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, at first, I was just like, "Well, is this going to be like more like kind of evanescence kind of stuff?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was very, very, very interested, like, because she has a completely different voice to Amy Lee. Yeah. But it's because also like I, I hate it when people are like, "Oh yeah, it's just another female vocalist." Like they're all the same, but no, they're like they're completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna go on a limb and say this. Uh, gender doesn't matter yeah exactly but it, it's weird because this 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 genre has a lot of male yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's a complete sausage fest <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> and actually i think it's kind of to its detriment I, I think actually having some really good bands with female vocalists guitar players drummers whatever i think it's a real good thing because it it, it just brings more diversity into it yeah exactly because yeah i know i know like a lot of I guess right-wing people are like, oh, diversity, oh, you're talking about diversity. Like, yeah, but you want to get the biggest, what do you call it? The aggregate of the, uh, the most kind of yeah, you want experiences. A, a huge sphere of in- influence. Yeah. Also, it's an open market. Anybody can join. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think, uh, I think it's also just that people tend to... Like, judge it just right away. Just like, oh, there's a female front person. I don't like it. Yeah. Of uh, course. Why would you not judge something by its cover? Yeah, it's true. What do you think is, like... What What do you think is that... Do you think people just don't actually take their time to listen to it before judging uh, it? Or I, think? I think they're looking at it from, like, a listener's perspective. Since uh, most of them are like, this is nothing new. Well, I mean... Sure, it's nothing like groundbreaking, but it's seriously so fucking cool what they're doing. Also, we're talking about music and metal music, which is very, it's huge. Yeah. So doing something new, you have to be pretty out there to yeah, do yeah, something yeah. completely it's new. It's a ballsy move to just do something new. Yeah. Like, I'm, just I'm to also, see how people perceive it. Also, it's just kind of hard because like, if you think about it, almost everything, mm-hmm. like, okay, we can't say that really, but almost everything's been done. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to me, it's all about song structure and it, it's it's about the quality of it and that's that's what i that's why i said what i said before mm-hmm. is because yeah like i said they're not the heaviest they're not the most technical whatever mm-hmm. but their songs are just so well first of all that they, they are they're pretty differently produced because mm-hmm. each song has its own kind of style and sound yeah, yeah yeah but that also is one of the things i think a lot of metal types really like because well if everything starts to sound the same that's kind of just like pop you know and that's one of the things like i don't like about pop music everything sounds the same it's like it comes from the same fucking factories (laughs) and also a lot of them are written by swedish people that actually work just writing stuff for people and it's also very repetitive i don't like very repetitive things yeah chorus with three words that are uttered eight times yeah also you can look at it that way because you know uh many pop artists because it's such a huge industry, many of the producers who are doing that kind of sound 
sound exactly the same. Well, I mean, when you think about... Because pop is about, like, what works? Let's do more of that. That's yeah. what pop is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I uh, just generally speaking, when you think about producers in the metal genre, yeah. Buster has his complete own sound. Yeah. Buster Old Home. Yeah. Um, then we have Lance Prince. Yeah. Who is just fucking phenomenal to what, what he does. Yeah. Then we have Jonathan Dolis. Yeah, which is mixing our stuff. Yeah. And it's a completely different sound. We love you, Jonathan. Yeah. We we might actually try to get him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's fucking do that. Don't awesome. forget the other Jonathan. Yeah, the Italian Jonathan. Yeah. Matteo. Yeah. The Jonathan. Cazzone. Yeah. <laughs> talking about production on pop music, I'd really love to see what Mick Gordon would do with, with a pop, pop song. music. <laughs> like he did with Doom. He threw yeah, out he threw out all his templates. Yeah. He did. He just started with a blank template. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, you're gonna fall into your like old workflow yeah that's one of the things i actually worked uh, like think thunk think thunk yeah uh, what i've uh, been thinking about is that if i was gonna like produce something for another band i would not use a template from us no no don't no. make them sound like us that's no. our sound yeah uh, definitely but at the same time i'm getting really used to working with our sound mm-hmm. so it's kind of scary like i want to go a different way but i still want it to sound good and i think what i've been doing is sounding good Mm-hmm. So I think it's just uh, it's just about really it's, it's kind of the same pr- processing I guess it would just be different drums different tones and stuff like that yeah uh, but you kind of have to level it or like mix it together in a way that still works you know you can't just like do it completely differently yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah well uh, going back to Spirit Box for for example I when I first listened to Constance I was it's a fucking emotional roller coaster yeah it was. I, I just remember just tearing up watching it. And I was just like, oh, I have to show my wife this because like she's going to love that. Mm-hmm. And she also teared up and everything. And, and also I just watched some like reaction videos. And, just, you know, they just they have this kind of raw emotion in a very well-produced package. Yeah. And that's I what completely I, agree. Yeah. And that's what I really love about them. So, yeah, we, uh, we I think we're going to do... Yeah, let's go from that. Raw emotion into fart of the week. Yeah. Fart of the week. We heard you had a, a, a fart of the week for us. Hallelujah. That's where I oh put my phone. Oh boy, does he. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I'm pretty sure he's recorded about 150 farts this week. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was recorded after a, after a Eurovision bender. <laughs> yeah, we had a big Eurovision party and everybody got really drunk. And with vegan food, so we were yeah. all pretty gassy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially me. Wait, wait a sec, let me see. Yeah, so I'm saying hi, Uli. That's me. Hi, Uli. Yeah, so it's amazing I didn't crap my pants. And yeah, that's why I called him the maestro of methane. And I also, I, I find it flattering that that was a personal greetings to me. Yeah. Yeah, I sent you this on Snapchat, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> I guess we can actually just then jump to, from far of the week to part, part of, of the, the week. week. And you picked this one. Yeah. So are you going to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so this is uh, uh, like, uh, let me see. This is a metalcore band from Australia. They're called Loon. They have one EP out and this one single, and it's pretty much just the sickest thing I've heard this year. Uh, so we don't get uh, blocked or anything. We're just going to play the breakdown and hope that passes all the checks. 
Yeah, I remember you sent me actually this loon manipulator. Yeah, back in, back in the day, and like I don't back in the day, it's not that far in the past, but <laughs> maybe like last year. Yeah, last year or something. And yeah, they, I really really love this band. So, as so you know, like, do you know some people from that band or? Uh, no, you... I know none of them on a personal level. Oh, no, I mean like, have you tried sending them a message and telling yeah, them? Yeah, so I, I sent Chris or Chris, however you say his name. Yeah, sorry. Chris with a Y. Sorry if you ever watched this, man, but <laughs> it's hey, we're we're it's K R Y S. Trying to advertise his band. Yeah, so, so <laughs> be thankful, boy. Yeah. No. <laughs> so yeah, I sent them. Um, a demo of ours, solar-powered automobiles yeah. cruising, cruising through Sassy Street, something. Yeah, In Groove City. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah. yeah. Oh. Cruising through Groove City. Yeah, yeah So th that was pretty much inspired of this song. I just sent them uh, when I was at work today. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Exit. Yeah, by yeah. Loon. Yeah, just Exit to... by Loon. Yeah, yeah. So I sent them, and he was like, "Man, I totally see where you're coming from, but this is way fucking sick." And I was super stoked that he liked our stuff. And they inspire my songwriting a shitload. Yeah. I mean, I, I, one of the things also I li like about working with you guys is you have a certain niche. No, not really. You you actually listen to a lot of different metal, mm. actually. So like, I think you have more of a niche. Yeah. Yeah. You have more of a wider kind of... He's more bin for the that finer you, things in life. Yeah, like he has a, like a bigger bin to pull from. Yeah, you you're more just like the straight up heavy guy. Yeah, I like I like me some fall. I like me some deathcore. Yeah, I like me some Lamb of God. I like me some Keith Merrill. <laughs> but I also do like me some. Like you, you, you recently got into Era. Yeah, which I, is I, which is still I heavy, but love, not that kind of heavy. I I fucking love Era. Yeah. Yeah, their new self-titled album is fucking... Yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit since we brought it up? Yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. I, I really love Gun Grave. I would recommend anybody listening to this podcast who, who like podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but we have a this dog. This is a dog. <laughs> yeah, we have a pod dog here. But. <laughs> yeah, but anybody listening to this podcast, if you if you haven't listened to Era, do so. I remember I played Neon so many fucking times. Yeah, the the only gripe I have about on that album is the fucking mix. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I, I think if they could remix that in a better way. Yeah, I I, I say they just get Atrium Audio to do that one. Yeah, can you imagine Buster mixing an Era song? Oh Jesus! Yeah, well, I mean, you you can kind of figure out how it would sound because Impulse and Augment, which are the first two albums by Era, yeah, were mixed by Brian Hood, and you know Buster. Uh, yeah, he based his. Song, yeah, he. Yeah. Basically took Brian's sound and made it bigger. Yeah, and better. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think Buster would... I would confidently say that he is my favorite producer. Yeah, same here. Uh, yeah. Because talking about Era, just seeing what Jesse does with his right hand. Hey, we have a live fart here, ladies and gentlemen. Holy! It's going to stink up here in like just a few seconds. Uh, it kind of smells like old hamburgers. <laughs> but you just ate pizza. How does yeah, that work? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Because of how Jesse, his, his approach to tapping made me rethink everything about tapping. Yeah. 
Though I still fall into my same old just twenty four zero thirteen. I try to change it up a little bit more now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's definitely gonna show in our new stuff after the EP. Oh, yeah. That that album has inspired us a shitload. We might actually update people just on the status of the EP. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So we only have to like we would be finished with it right now, but the vocalist has a kid. He has two kids. They're twins. Yeah. He has two kids, and one of his kids gets every flu that goes through his kindergarten. And uh, his dad also, like, takes care of him when he's sick. So he gets sick every I'm, single I'm time. I'm not sure if he likes it, though. No, he doesn't really like it, yeah. I guess. Like, well, like, hanging with his kid, he likes that. But yeah, but I, not I, being I, I, I'm pretty sure he said he likes to take care of his kids. Like, nah. I'm but, I mean, he, I think he likes to take care of his kids. Oh, he's yeah, a, he's he a good dad. <laughs> he's a good dad. I mean, he's a I great think. dad. Would you like taking care of your kids? Of course. When you have a kid? It's my sperm, full grown. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> That's a beautiful way to put it. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we uh, were actually scheduled to record the last, the uh, vocals for the last song, but we had to put that off, unfortunately. Yeah, so it's postponed. No hard feelings, Luna, if you're watching this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, we actually, yeah, we just have this one song left that we have to record vocals for. And then it's just up to Jonathan Dulitz to uh, mix it all together. And we are, we are, are planning uh, two music videos. One which is going to be full, just recorded. And then we're going to have one that's a compilation of stuff, kind of like a lyric video blend. Yes, boy. Uh, there, there are six songs on the EP. Yes. We can tell them that, at least. Yeah. Yeah. There's one fewer than the last EP. We're not going to announce right away, not here at least, uh, what the name of the EP is going to be. Or we're not going to show you the album artwork, but that's all set in stone. So for everybody who has been, there are a lot of people who have been acting like, where's our EP? Where's the album? <laughs> uh, it's coming. It just Don't takes worry. a lot of time and a yeah. lot of work. <laughs> uh, actually, we've noticed that like after we released our first EP, Ozymandias, we noticed we took a little like, oh, let's take a little break. That was a lot of work. And we didn't really focus on making an album right away. We just recorded stuff and it's been sitting in my computer. <laughs> yeah. So we have about what? About five or six hours of re recorded material. That's yeah. Been released. yeah. But we don't forget... Was it almost a year and a half ago where we all took a week off work to record a full-length album, but then yeah. we changed everything <laughs> about how we write stuff and how we sound since then. Yeah, yeah. so pretty much uh, we recorded a whole album, which was supposed to go out, but it didn't since we started writing new, fresh stuff. For yeah. Folly Thursday and such. But one of the songs that were supposed to be on that full length is on the EP. True, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Doc, we're talking here. I guess I can share the, the working title of that song. You can share the working title. Yeah, it's Titty Fart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of interesting... I think, well, like, uh, I like what, is the, what is your favorite working title? What is your favorite working title? Favorite working title? That we have had. I can't say that on the air. <laughs> I, I think it's the same for me. You can say it. I'll just have to bleep it out. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me see. No, 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 okay, I know what it is. No, 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 don't say it, don't say it. I know what it is. It's no, no I'm not even gonna bleep uh, it. Yeah, it pretty much just has fart in it. Mm. Yeah. Am I? In, I'm not gonna say it verbatim, but okay. y you'll know. 
It's Huey Lewis. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, that group of religious people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't say Jews. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you can say Jews. I mean, if you say who, Huey Lewis and the Jews, that's... It's not It's not a insulting thing to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless you, re- uh, unless you really don't like Huey Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Huey Lewis and his accountants. He, yeah. he had curly hair, so we could call him Dewey Lewis. <laughs> J E W E. Okay, so let's uh, jump into. I guess we could do the recommendation. Recommendation. Yeah, let's let's do the recommendation for, like, for this podcast. So we're gonna do, like, every podcast we're gonna say like you should really listen to this, and the thing we're gonna introduce you to now, if you haven't heard it before. Is a band called Pathogen. If you like jazz. Yeah, are you going to introduce it first? Yeah. If you like jazz. You like blast beats accompanying jazz. And then also, do you just like blast beats and and, and that? Just, just play it. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, so we don't get blocked. I'm going to stop it there. But that is... A lot of jazz. Yeah, and also just this <laughs> this album. or It's an out full album, yeah. It's so fucking good. Nice. It's so good. But so that's barely an album. It's what, 36 minutes? Yeah, well... I, I it's guess, an EP plus one song. Yeah, I mean... Oh, it's, it is it's nine, nine songs. Nine songs, yeah. But it all... It's, oh, it's, it's so good. That is such an uncomfortably uneven number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so our album has nine songs on it. <laughs> yeah, but also and, it's like it's it's so technically proficient. I, I've actually wondered at sometimes I really want to see these guys live oh, because yes. if they are that good live, they might be like one of my all-time favorites, even though they just released this one album. Yeah, so they're actually working on new stuff. Uh, their guitarist, I don't remember his name sadly. He posted on Thal, the group on Facebook. Oh really? Yeah, just. Uh, just like a little tease of what he's been doing with Passagin and it sounds fucking sick. Well, I forgot to ask some questions, but yeah, definitely check out Pathogen Null Space. They actually have an instrumental version as well if you don't like the vocals. So Why would you not like the vocals? No, I'm just saying. They're so like, nice. If they're if they're not for everybody, you know. They're like, wow. Yeah, I mean they're awesome, but at the same time, if you just want to listen to the instrumental, which are awesome as well. One more time. It's wow. Yeah. You know it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that little fucking pen. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I forgot to ask you a couple of questions that I skipped over. Hit me. Yeah. Uh, worst experience in music. Worst experience in music. Yeah. So, like, what's the, like, since you've been doing music, what's the worst experience you've had? Uh, turning down a once in a lifetime deal. Can you share that? Yeah, uh, I'll just elaborate on. Uh, I was in a band with. A couple of people. Okay. Which uh, 
we had this amazing deal to work with Warner Records. Never happened. Oof. Damn. Can you can you tell us what happened or? Yeah. So they're like, nah, that's gonna be too expensive. So we didn't do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you, you have such high thing? Like, did you have such great things in mind that it would cost too much or? No, no, no. It's just uh, the producer that was supposed to be taking care of the album just charging you too much. Yeah, and also it it had a lot of potential to do great things, but it just never went anywhere. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, uh, but no, I'm happier in this band right here with my best buds. <laughs> oh, love you too, buddy. Love if you, you guys. If you can't see, we're blushing. Yeah, but we're yeah. Uh, do you have some like dream gear, like some maybe some sponsors or something you would wanna? Uh, Ever seeing, uh, ever since seeing uh, Jonathan Daly's uh, or Daly or whatever, however the fuck you say his name, in North Lane posted his new signature guitar. I really do want a baritone ESP. <laughs> God damn, or an LTD. So are you like okay? So so that's the guitar you would most want. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite string company? Uh, Diadario. Okay. And, and I love those Nexels. Diadario. <laughs> 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 uh, what? Like, okay, if you are have to pick, if you were in a store and you could pick one, you had a Kemper, you had an Axe FX, and you have the new Neural DSP Cortex. Which would you pick? Quad Cortex. You would pick the Quad Cortex. Yeah, I would be able to put tones we have in the computer just straight in there. Yeah. Wasn't. The I agree with Cortex, that. wasn't that the, the modeler which could support four instruments at a time? Yeah, so like you... Yeah, because we only need one of them for touring. Yeah. yeah, so you could just run the bass through it, run both the guitars yeah. through it. You could run the drums through it, though. It's I mean, I weird. have a Kemper, but I want that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so if if we do that, we could just pan each. Yeah. And it's such a tiny little thing. Can you imagine how much easier it is to tour with that? <laughs> oh, yeah. My, my Kemper is fucking huge. We, would, yeah. need a, we would need a preamp, though, right? Uh, yeah, I, I so think you, it's powered though. No, you you need to have a, a power amplifier from the uh, from the uh, from the cortex to before the amp. No, oh, before okay. the yeah, cap. Yeah, but or or we could do like I've always done with the Kemper, mm. just hook it up to the in-house audio system. Then you can just have like three outputs from us, and just pick monitors to. You would still need to amplify it though, right? Or no, no. Only if you're going. To, no, only if you were going to the cabinet. Yeah, because yeah. our cabinet is unpowered. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But all the monitors are powered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So quad cortex is probably the way to go. But yeah. I know you. I know you don't use any pedals. But like, it was there a time when you had like a favorite pedal or something? Yeah, prob my favorite pedal is probably the Digitech. Digitech whammy. Did Digitech drop? Ah, oh, Digitech. Yeah. Makes live show so fucking easier yeah but now we wouldn't even need that if we had the quad cortex because you can just it's just built into that that oh but you do, do have to spin it though right you have to like when you're dropping yeah that, it, that's just for dropping tuning yeah, if, yeah. If you'd want you would the... need a you would need a pedal connected to it to do it like while well, standing right it, it is a pedal but if you're talking about like with no because the quad cortex only has like knobs that you can press but it, it doesn't yeah, but have a pedal like this expression pedals in it you can't can you can yeah that's yeah. what i'm talking about you need to uh, you need to hook up an expression pedal to it yeah. to do that yeah yeah 
but can you have multiple can you like have se separate expression pedals connected to it i haven't looked into it that much but you can mm. have it at least on a camper you can buy the the floor module yeah like the pedal board that comes with it then you can put four expression pedals in it for one guy <laughs> wow <laughs> that's a fun thing we could be able to do yeah but since uh, since you're the man of the hour is there something you want to talk about real quick before we end this uh nothing on the top of my head nothing no it's been great sitting here in front of you guys <laughs> babbling about <laughs> what are you most excited for is there a certain song on the new album that you're most excited for you don't have to say the like you can say the working title of it uh if you remember the working title I'm, I'm just gonna say descent descent yeah yeah, yeah. The, the working title. Yeah, which is also <laughs> the actual. Okay, okay, now uh, you know. No, no, it's probably desk end. Yeah, yeah, the desk end. Yeah. Now, okay, now you know the one of the songs names. The one of the songs is called Descent. Hint, hint. It's the last song yeah. on the EP. It's very decent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fairly decent. <laughs> well, we're not gonna bore you anymore with our trying to think of things to say because we kind of covered everything we wanted to cover. Me. Uh, if you really like. This podcast, if you want to see more of it, just let us know. We're going to throw this up on YouTube, and we might add it to Spotify as well, but I think I need to make a new, I don't know, DistroKid account or something like that to do that. <laughs> so maybe we just start with YouTube and see how that goes. But yeah, if you like this, we might also be opening up real soon, uh, starting a Patreon, where we're going to have a lot of extras that have to do with Holy Thursday and as well with this podcast. So if you have any topics you would like us to discuss or you have some questions or anything, feel free to uh, add that in, in, in the Patreon when that's up and we might cover it. Well, you can also drop some questions in the YouTube description if you're watching it there. And well, Don't put it in the description. Just comment them. It's way easier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry. In the, in the comment section, I meant sorry about that. I'm 30. I'm getting senile. Uh, <laughs> you already are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said I'm, I'm 30 and I'm senile. You're you're getting you yeah, are that's true. Uh, yeah so if you drop it there uh, we will answer that if we haven't made a Patreon yet but if we have made a Patreon yet and people are paying to ask questions it'd be kind of a dick move yeah, on the that, that'll be first priority yeah that'll be first priority <laughs> but yeah thanks so much for watching uh, we will also be starting to stream uh, since we have this setup here we might start to stream uh, when we're recording and, and then you can watch his mix and everything in real time if you have an interest in that just remember to subscribe and press the bell icon if you don't want to miss that also and like the video also yeah, yeah. Uh, like oh, it or, or dislike it either way you know just let us know what you yeah. think bad publicity is still publicity it's true which is good <laughs> publicity publicity so yeah just thanks so much for Publicity. watching and uh, we'll see you in what two weeks then yeah two yeah. weeks yes sir